0: Hi, I'm Steph and I'm Helen
1: and this is our podcast.
0: Welcome. This is our first podcast um, and we are still slightly undecided about the name. So maybe join us next week. and We might have a name. Um, We're still debating that. So, we just thought that, as it's our first podcast, maybe we should just tell you a little bit about ourselves and how we met. So, as I said, my name's Helen. I um have worked in a student advice role for over ten years now, so I see a lot of every day really see a lot of issues that young people are struggling with, and that's made me feel really passionate about mental health and well-being particularly among young people um, and doing as much as we can to kind of equip the nation with kind of advice and stuff about how they can stay well. So I've done mental health first aid training and some other courses um, and I'm just really interested and have a continued interest really in this evolving area and I'm really excited to share some of my knowledge um, and experiences and advice with you all. And she's amazing so you forgot to put that in your job title. (laughs) Amazing, Helen. Thank you.
1: So I'm Steph and yeah, I do radio. So my passion is, is radio really and love music. And that's what got me into doing radio. But as I started doing it more and I was lucky enough to have an evening programme, I kind of got the chance to explore topics a bit more because there was more time. And I just really enjoyed sort of getting into the topic of mental health and realised that I thing is my friends take the the mick out of me because I love a deep and meaningful and I think what I've realised is I'm trying to turn that into a job um, so basically
0: <laughs> I just really that's la- what we're all doing don't yeah. worry
1: <laughs> I really like chatting and if it involves chatting about mental health then um, then I really like doing that and that's how I met Helen so on a Monday night on this program we had like a surgery style thing and tackled topics each week and did different things within the kind of sphere of mental health. And Helen walked into the studio and I feel like we just clicked straight away.
0: Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing, but I thought, oh no, does that sound really cheesy? But that definitely, I think we were just like on the same level straight away.
1: Yeah, I I
0: just, it's
1: funny how that kind of happens. And I think both of us, that genuine interest in what we were talking about was probably a big part of it i reckon so good old yeah. lockdown
0: how's your lockdown been joyful oh joyful so uh positives and negatives i would say probably like most people i know that a lot of people have had really challenging times for whatever reason with jobs and homeschooling and you know everyone's sort of had their own challenges i think that's come with it but um so i've been working at home now since whenever it was middle of March Um, and I can't quite believe we're now in June like what happened to those months I feel like it's gone quite quickly do you yeah definitely yeah that's what's really strange someone
1: said the other day it's because you don't have those markers so when you'd normally say oh that Saturday night when we went out in blah-de-blah or went to that pub or whatever or had that event that kind of marks time for you but there's none of that so it all just mush mushes into one smushes mushes yeah
0: yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's so true, actually, because you think, yeah, there's nothing to kind of think, oh, yeah, in, in on April, the whatever we did that, you can't really think that it's just like, yeah, it all kind of rolls and another week rolls and another day rolls into another day. And every day feels like it could be a weekend if you're working at home, which is interesting. <laughs> do you know what, I feel like you're going to be really good on this.
1: How do we get some kind of balance? Because it is so difficult, isn't it? Particularly if you're working
0: at home. Mm, it is really difficult it's really I found it really difficult to separate out work and home because all of a sudden everything was happening in the same place um and I was like when am I working when am I relaxing what am I doing with my lunch break like I just all of those things became really blurred um and it was really really weird But it's taken some time, but I've got used to it now. I think the thing that helped me the most was to move up into the bedroom and use that as an office. So to kind of really separate your living and your working space. Um, I know I appreciate for everybody that's not possible, but just, yeah, I think that's been really helpful for me.
1: Did you have any awkward Zoom moments where you were chatting to a colleague and your husband, I don't know, ran in with, (laughs) in his pants?
0: generally the rule is if I shut the door don't come in (laughs) and if you do do so at your own peril
1: (laughs) oh my goodness
0: yeah that's been yeah because he so he's been working at home as well and we were both sharing the kind of lounge as our workspaces and that was another thing that didn't work and he was like I can't I can't work with you in the same room you need to go upstairs
1: (laughs) he was really lovely though didn't he make an off make the office for you get it all sorted
0: yeah he bought a desk and built it for me just to I think get me out of the way really more than anything. <laughs> but hey it's all nice. good. But but yeah well, I think everyone's got different experiences haven't they because you know I know you're still going to work which must feel weird because a lot yeah. of people are not going to work at the moment.
1: Yeah I I've, I've felt I think when it I've realized that when change happens it takes me quite a long time to get my head around it and it really throws me at first it makes me really anxious and when all the changes first came in I really struggled um kind of getting used to it and figuring out what I was doing but also with work basically working in a studio I can isolate in the studio so that's fine but I was still worried about like getting petrol or just even going into the outside world I was really scared I've got more used to it now Um, I think one thing in terms of balance that I've had to get better at is I I like double down, double, doubled, double down on my like pressure on myself. So any spare time in the afternoons or whenever there's a course I've been doing, there's little projects I've wanted to get off the ground. And I was kind of trying to go at like 200 miles per hour all the time. So that's definitely, I've learned a lot, you know, I need to put time aside,
0: not try not to to do that and slow down. That's a big life lesson. And I think just people struggle with that, I think, because life naturally now, every time you speak to people, everyone's like, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And that's just become normal. So actually then to try and actually sit and build in relaxation time, like genuine relaxation time where you're not working, you're not doing a course, you're not doing something that involves using a lot of brain power. It's actually really challenging for us to do, I think, because life is naturally quite busy and then you almost feel guilty or I don't know when you're just kind of sitting and not doing anything but I think maybe that's something that people can relate to a bit now like when we think about readdressing the balance of our lives like I mean therapists use that sometimes as a concept to kind of get people to really think about where they get their fulfillment from and actually you think a lot about work-life balance but actually there's a lot of other balance like family time and me time and up time and down time relaxation time busy time so there's a lot to balance in life at the best of times and maybe this has taught us all to kind of I've heard a lot of people say it's taught you to really slow down a bit and realize that you don't have to rush around all the time
1: yeah and, and also if you wanted to take like annual leave from your job and you don't have plans to go on holiday or really do anything that's actually okay as well yeah and just have rest time yeah but you you feel that guilt or you feel oh I've got to have something planned I've got to be doing something do you think mm. that's something to do with social media I hate blaming social media for everything but I do think if I go on Instagram I suddenly then realise that I'm not as busy if that makes sense
0: yeah definitely yeah and I think a lot of that comes down to the whole comparison thing so with social media we all do that don't we and actually at the moment like you're So often your newsfeed will be full of people who are on holiday or doing this, that and going places and doing amazing things. And you're thinking, oh, well, I'm just sat here doing nothing. And actually, that's not really happened. So you've got certain people that maybe have done amazing things during lockdown and you still sort of compare yourself with them. But where there's that kind of envy has gone because nobody's able to do anything or go anywhere. So that's kind of stripped away. Is there something called, I don't know if I've just
1: made this up, Jomo? The joy of missing out, or is that on an advert? I think, I think maybe I've seen that on an yeah, advert. Yeah, I think so.
0: But I say FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Let's 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 start Jomo. Ooh. This is a thing, everybody. Ooh. Jomo.
0: Jomo is a thing. I love it. A lockdown phrase. <laughs> Brilliant. Not to be confused with J- J-Lo. No, very not jlo thing. <laughs> But yeah, I think maybe you've thought a bit about where, so where you get your fulfillment from normally in areas of your life like maybe you've had to readjust that and get fulfillment from other areas of your life because you know the normal way isn't available right now and maybe you've learned a bit from that I don't know that actually you found a way of being creative that's different to how you would normally be creative or a way of feeling loved that you wouldn't normally use so yeah
1: a big one in lockdown relationships I felt like the x-factor man then um how's your
0: how's your relationship been during it's good actually it's all right apart from the fact that I've been banished upstairs (laughs) to work (laughs) um but no it's all good I think it's all right it's I think um it's made us definitely made us stronger i think and you've where you have to spend so much time with that one person um but maybe it's an opportunity to i don't know address some of the things that you've been ignoring or pushing aside you know because you can't really get away from it when you're living with somebody literally 24 7 and you're not allowed to go out <laughs> those things that might have been a background problem suddenly become a foreground problem and need to be tackled so that could be a something that i don't know some people have experienced
1: that's a good thing, actually. I didn't think about it like that. I think that's actually a really, mm. that can hopefully only be a positive because, as I said earlier, I love talking and, I mean, you don't want to force it, obviously, but if it is a chance for that stuff to come out and bring it to the to the forefront, maybe that's a good thing, mm. actually.
0: Yeah, definitely. What about your relationship in lockdown?
1: Uh Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So just for our listeners, um, we can see each other on uh, Zoom, me and Helen, and she just made a, s- a swaying movement. Yeah, This is my lockdown
0: dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's been, yeah, it's been lovely, actually. So we got together end of last year and we decided for lockdown to, to live together, we're actually at my boyfriend's house because he's got a flat he's got a bit more space so yeah it's it's definitely accelerates things a bit because like you said you're with each other all the time um and yeah you learn so like in a new relationship we've learned so much about more about each other so quickly so Hmm. I think that's and it feels like it's made us stronger I hope he agrees (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he will (laughs) If he this... like, uh, you're out.
0: <laughs> well, the, if the smile on your face is anything to go by, I'm sure it's been a positive experience. <laughs> oh, gosh. Cheesy. Uh, I think that maybe a lot of people were in that situation when they kind of found out, because you technically, if you didn't live together, you couldn't see each other, right? So maybe a lot of people had to make that decision about, actually, should we just move in and then we can see each other? Or we don't see each other for you know two three months or whatever
1: i think that is yeah because we had to do that and i think that's so difficult so i think both sides throw up um challenges because if you don't get to see each other and it's a new relationship it's a little bit of stalling in terms of actually having that like physical time together and stuff and all the dating Mm -hmm. and all that bit but i've heard great things about people doing it virtually over virtual dates and stuff
0: so yeah Yeah, that's really nice. And that, in a way, that could also make you stronger, I guess, as well. Like, if you can survive this, I'm sure you can survive most things. That's so true. (laughs) As a couple. Um, Yeah, I think also, like, with friendships as well, maybe it's made you realise who is really important in your life in that respect. So I don't really like this whole, oh, remember those who thought of you during lockdown, like those you haven't heard from and stuff, you know, maybe they're not your real friends I don't but I just think like it's really kind of important to think about those people that you felt that you can call and rely on and that you really want to have a zoom session with or you know keep in touch with because I think sometimes um, I don't know I think people sometimes have friends that maybe don't have a positive influence on them so whether that's how they make you feel about yourself or like the the way you behave around them or whatever maybe this has been a time to make you realize if they've not been in your life actually are they a positive influence or not on you I guess
1: yeah that's 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 another thing that's I've not thought about but actually totally makes sense because it's like you say the people you make time for um Mm. and and time and you do realize time is precious and the people and things that are important in your life when you're in a situation like this and also Mm. forming new connections as well you know people connecting more with their neighbors and realizing there's other people around them that we're we're all in it together which I know again is a bit cheesy but actually (laughs) can form some sort of good new connections and stuff
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, I'm sure we've all spoken to people in our roads and neighbourhoods that we've probably never spoken to before because we can live in quite insular neighbourhoods, can't we? Sometimes, so maybe it's been good for that as well. Get to know your neighbours. <laughs> um, so, we, I think we were gonna, we had a little chat about hobbies and interests, maybe, and what if you found any hidden passions or hidden talents for things that you didn't know you had. <laughs> um not really in my case just I've I've I always knew this but I have found out that I really really hate running like really I've just when this happened I was like brilliant I've got because my my job's quite busy normally I've got like a not a massively long commute but a fair distance and when I get in I'm not a morning person so I'm not doing exercise in the morning and then sometimes when I get in from work I'm really exhausted so when this happened, I was like, brilliant, I can go for a ride at lunchtime. Do you know what? By the end of lockdown, I'll be running marathons. Um, and yeah, no, I'm probably still at about the two mile mark and I still hate it and feel like I want to die.
1: <laughs> two miles. Don't don't diss two miles. That's that's decent. I, I'd be pleased with
0: that. Mm, I don't know. I just I really I think I, I prefer it when I see an improvement. It's good, but I just hate it. And then my motivation just isn't there. But that's probably a lesson, really. And thinking about if you're going to do an exercise it's got to be something you enjoy otherwise it's just a non-starter that's such a good point actually I mean
1: I do actually like running I've liked it for a little while so that hasn't changed so much uh I'll tell you what I I have done a bit more of which I've been meaning to do for ages is um with, with the DJing thing I haven't actually been doing mixing doing that sort of out and about not that I've suddenly gone out and done any illegal raves or anything just to just just to clarify um but I've got some some (laughs) decks.
0: oh I thought I saw you on the news the other day
1: (laughs) I'm actually reporting to you from prison um no um no no I've got some decks actually and it's really it's really fun the chance I've had one of my friend's birthday Uh, birthdays happen during lockdown so I did a little Ibiza style party for her over Zoom which was fun and did like a little DJ set so it's like forced me to practice more which and I want to get better so that's been quite good but again I think with me I turn things into almost like jobs so I've got to be really careful because otherwise Mm. I make it an unhealthy pressure if that makes sense so.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: One of my friends has got really into, what's that thing called where you, this, ah, oh, stitching, but on a, it's like tight in a circle or in a cross square. Stitch. And you stitch, cross yeah, stitch, yeah. that's it.
0: Yeah. Ah. She loves it. It's quite a mindful activity, that. I loves cross stitch. Because you have to focus mm. on it. And same with, um, I got a thing pop up on my, social media the the other day advertising jigsaws now i'm impartial to a good jigsaw i'm gonna admit it um and i looked on there and nearly all of their jigsaws are sold out and i thought that maybe people are buying jigsaws because they've got more time and it is that's quite a mindful thing because you have to just you know take time away and focus on that maybe it's good but i was going to say going back to what you were saying about your mixing it's like it's quite important to have a distinction between a hobby and a job because suddenly, if it becomes that unhealthy pressure, like you said, and and not something you're doing for fun, it can you can lose a bit of the enjoyment out of it. Yeah, I think. and then it becomes almost stressful again. And mm. think, oh, that's not
1: why I started doing this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh. and you've gone full circle. Do you yeah. reckon
1: you could get competitive with your jigs- jigsaws, and that could suddenly become? <laughs> I get you on a Zoom call, and you're like, there's like steam coming out your ears this
0: puzzle I wonder if that's even a thing like is there like some sort of puzzle competition gang I don't know where you like who can finish a 500 piece puzzle the fastest I'm gonna find that for next this week has got <laughs> way <off>. this is <laughs> this has gone way off track though I'm gonna be looking into that for next week
1: <laughs> fast puzzling
0: it. so talking about mindfulness and stuff that was that was something we were thought about talking about Appreciating the little things
1: definitely, I even find it if I do go for a walk or a run now, just looking at my surroundings a little bit more yeah,
0: definitely that's it's so like just engage all of your senses, so mindfulness, I'm sure most people will have heard of that phrase because it's quite a buzzword, but it's about like really being present in the moment and like mentally and physically present, so you can quite often be physically present somewhere like running, but actually mentally, your mind is somewhere else. Um, And if you're going out for a run or a walk or whatever to get away from something at home or your work or to, you know, get out of the office or get away from kids or whatever, it's so important that you mentally leave as well as physically, because otherwise you don't feel like rested. Then you go out for a walk or run for an hour and come back and actually because your mind's still been there, you don't really feel that rested. So that's really good to take into account your surroundings and really be in the moment
1: yes I need to get better at that back to my putting pressure on myself I put little reminders in my calendar so I might be doing something but thinking about the next thing that I've got to do always do that yeah terrible or, for that yeah
0: it's so common though isn't it because I think it comes back to the whole life so busy thing we're always thinking about the next thing or worrying about something that we've just done that is it hasn't gone right or whatever but it it definitely does take practice mindfulness to be mm. yeah really focused on the thing that you're doing there and then
1: How can we do that this week, Helen? I feel like you're the lady
0: to ask. (laughs) Do you know what? You can practice with the most tiny basic tasks. So it doesn't... I mean, if you really want to get get good at it and really get the skills and understanding it, you know, meditation and stuff like that is, is a good way to go. Um, But I know not, not many, you know, there might be people that kind of think, oh, that's not my thing, but you can do it really simply. Even if you just like think about like having a cup of tea, like, or, or, you know, having eating your lunch or whatever, we're so often doing drinking tea or eating lunch and doing emails and doing this and doing that and chatting to someone or watching telly, actually how how often do we just focus on one task probably hardly ever so if you start with just when you're eating a sandwich turn off distractions and really focus on what you're doing and eat slowly and really taste the flavors and feel the texture and you know just just basic things like that you can do it on it in a day-to-day task and just build up your skills doing it that way Cup of tea, that is what I'm
1: going to do Mm. straight
0: after this, that sounds great Good cup of tea, I don't like tea actually Tea solves everything No, I know my mum always says that, but I try it about once a year Because I think your taste buds change, don't they, (laughs) as you get older or whatever And I try it and think, nope, still don't like it (laughs) The annual tea tasting, Yeah, love that (laughs) I tried all different teas as well and I don't like any of them I just like a nice coffee
1: so each week, I reckon we should do this each week with the three, three things. And for this week, top three things we miss other than not seeing our friends and family in lockdown. You go first.
0: OK, should we do one each? And then yeah, back good to idea. The OK, so, um, well, talk. we just take, sp- spoken about this, but good coffee. I really miss nice coffee from like a nice shop. And I know some of them are doing takeaways now, but just sitting in uh, I won't mention a brand, but sitting in a shop <laughs> with a nice like cappuccino and a nice cake. Oh, I really miss that. It's just not the same. Using like Even if you've got a cafetiere, it's not the same. I know lots of people, my sister I need to shout out, she's missing that I think as well.
1: Um, I'm going to say for my first one, the pub. Definitely <laughs> yeah. the pub. Just for sitting in a pub garden when the weather's been nice. and and it really makes you appreciate it because I took I've taken that for granted so many times so the thought of actually Mm. being sat in a pub with a nice cold drink in a pub garden in particular that's that's dreamy right now dreamy
0: yeah 100% I think it's made it worse because we've had such nice weather it's like wasted days when you can't go and have a nice cold cider or something in the pub Mm, yeah soon soon less than a month and they'll be open (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Um, My second thing is um, my singing session. So at work, I'm in a workplace choir, which is not a professional choir. It's purely a choir for staff well-being. And we do it every Tuesday. And I really miss it so much. I miss my choir family. Um, And it's run by um, a guy called Dan, who works for Singing Force. And they've been doing loads of stuff online, Um, but just, I just really miss that connection of being in a room for an hour with my colleagues and we all just sing really lovely songs and that's another really mindful activity because you're in the zone for an hour and I really miss that.
1: Oh, that sounds lovely. I love stuff like that, like hobbies that you've, that are in the diary. So you know that you're going to be doing them as well. Yeah. (laughs) I think my second one on that theme, I'm going to go for spinning at the gym and some people will go, What? But for me, crazy. I really, I know she's a, she's crazy. Um, I know. I really, I did like, I got into a habit of doing it. You could just book it at the beginning of the week or sometimes on the day, but it they were sort of popular classes. And even if sometimes I'd know people there, sometimes I didn't, but having the instructor physically there and all of you in the room doing it together, there's something about that group exercise thing that is motivating as well. So I miss that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And when you've got an instructor going, just 10 more seconds, definitely (laughs) makes you more motivated. (laughs) Yeah, I used to do spinning, actually. I haven't done it for a few years, but it was good. And you felt like you had a proper workout as well. Oh, yes. Sweaty. Sweaty. (laughs) Um, My last one is just like going on little mini breaks or day trips. So me and my husband kind of try and even just like once a month sounds a bit like luxurious now i say it but even just like a little b&b or or we go camping quite a lot we're like quite you know um into our camping regardless of the weather and we just just once a month particularly in the summer try and go away and you know have a night or two away um and we just haven't been able to do that obviously like everybody um but i've really missed that and we're sort of like just we really appreciate the places nice places in the uk to visit and just kind of go into you know the coast or wherever, just yeah, missing that right now,
1: like an escape, a nice escape,,
0: mm. yeah, again, like you said before, it's like a marker, isn't it, like oh, in two weeks' time, we're doing this, it's something to aim for, and we obviously don't really have that, but hey ho, mm. but I'm missing that,
1: my final one, I'm gonna go for giving my mum a hug because yeah. i've still we've seen each other at a distance, obviously always adhering to the social distancing, but. Actually, seeing her, there was one time where she nearly forgot, and she came towards me, and me having to say no felt horrible. I felt awful, and yeah. I know I'm just doing what I've been told to do, but yeah, I really miss giving my mum a hug.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm adding a fourth one. <laughs> that too. I've been, I have been seeing my mum like just for long social distance, um not long distance walks. We don't go for long distance. Short social distancing walks in places and that's been nice but yeah just that physical contact is difficult isn't it not having it Mm.
1: so we've talked about lockdown this week next week chatting about coming out of lockdown so all the changes and all that that means as well if you'd like to get in contact just search me on instagram if you want to say hello i'm steph n radio on there you can drop me a dm and you can get helen on insta as well
0: yep my i am helen.jolly which is j-o-l-l-e-y And yeah, get in touch. And hopefully you'll join us next week where maybe we have a name. How exciting. (laughs) Podcast
1: name. (laughs) Woohoo. Bye. See you next week.